Yeah. So today I'm joined by someone that I've not had on the podcast in ages. That's because he's been a really busy man. How long um, has it been? It's been it's been quite a while. And um today's topic I think is gonna be interesting because I've always looked up to people that do I say salesmen. Because I feel like I feel like every successful person or more every successful person is some sort of salesman. Because you're either selling a product yourself. That's about it, really. You're, you're selling something. I think every single human interaction that everyone has, you're selling yourself to the other person. Every human interaction is a sale. Is a sale, yeah. And, um, yeah, so today I'm doing with my friend Umar. And recently, when did you start? August. August. So he became a salesman in August 2021. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I stopped seeing him for a while. And then and what, I still saw you. Yeah, but it wasn't. We didn't really. It chill. wasn't like proper. Yeah, yeah. I understand why. You know, we're, we're all gonna get busy now, but it's nice because I have about moments here and there. <clears throat> and I got him for the podcast, so my treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then he texts me. He goes like, "You know what? We we can actually chill more together. Come and try this um, this uh, this sales thing." So I was like, "Yeah, well, you know what? Why not? Let me give it a shot." So um. <clears throat> Yeah, you invited me onto the sales program. Yeah, and then I'm not gonna lie, I did it for a week, and it wasn't my thing. I learned a lot from it because that's just sales. But um, it was like a twenty four seven lifestyle thing, it bro. Is, yeah, it is. And I rate that because that's something you're doing. And I rate that because that's you gotta have dedication. You gotta love what you're doing for that. And obviously, I've got other things that I'm doing, like the podcast. I'm a huge gym freak, so I couldn't be. Really... I've started gym again. Yeah, but when are you gonna do it? Because you're. Let's give nah, a bit of... I've not been... Basically, my normal lifestyle is wake up early in the morning. Like 9 o'clock, before that actually. Yeah, go straight to the office. Yeah. Then in the office, there's like a couple of meetings, etc. Get hyped up. Exactly, yeah, get I, hyped I, up. I, you know what, I love that in the morning. Yeah, yeah camera we'll, doing and stuff. We'll talk, that, we'll talk a bit about that later. Yeah. So like it's meetings, uh, whoever's the best performer runs a few topics, a couple of tips... And then you just go straight to the field. Yeah, and do yourselves. Exactly. So when when do you fit in gym then? Because you're there Monday to Saturday. No, I've started this week. I've taken a whole week off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're going to go gym three times a week or something? The aim is four times a week. Four times a week? How are you going to manage that? Because let's just give a bit of back. I got Everlast as well and that has shitty timings. Yeah, true. Like, they close at 10 Monday to Thursday. Fridays is nine, some shit like that. Saturdays is six. I don't know, man. I'll fit in somehow in it. Yeah. You gotta figure it out, innit? It's most likely gonna be early mornings. I'll give a bit of a background. So, um, when I started, yeah, I was, sales, I, was there, I, was, I was actually there for about a week and a half. But anyway, the first week, first three days was fine. You know, we used to go home at five o'clock. And I was like, okay, yeah, sorry, I can fit in gym. Because I was going to gym straight after that. Yeah. Then I got home. I fit in the podcast, fit in some family time. And uh, I've got a few side hustles and I could do that as well. But then when you started doing the actual sales, we go out on the field, like we go to the office about 10 o'clock and people think, oh, that's like a late start. We're 10, 11, that's a late start. But to be honest, we'd... It's a late start for us, but people were in the office around half eight. Yeah. yeah. But to be honest, though, it actually made quite a lot of sense because we'd go, we'd be, be at the office by 11 and then we'd be running, like you said, um, talks. People um, do a few topics. And then what I loved is it reminded me a lot of my favourite movie. Like, it sounds a bit cliche, but my favorite movie is um, Wolf of Wall Street. That's mine as well. Yeah, and yeah. it's just I don't know. It's just you know, 
Jordan Belford in the Jordan, office. Yeah, he gives you hype. So that's cam- that was like Cameron yeah. in the office. And <clears throat> guys, I know I was there for like a week and a half, so I can't really talk. But I recommend everyone just to try some sort of sales or something. And you know, I took a lot out from that experience. And again, we'll get to that later because there's so much to talk about. But yeah, we'd be at the office. Um, proper like um, Wolf of Wall Street stuff. We, you know, banging the like tables, music, music everyone shouting. Yeah, everyone shouting. Because, uh, because early in the morning, like you, as in that, you'd wake up at, I'd wake up about 9, 10 and then get to the office. It'll wake you up and you'd feel hyped like, oh yeah, I'm ready to do this. You feel the blood pumping. You get to the field about 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock maybe. And we'd be out there till about nine, eight, eight, eight. But now it's seven. Now it's seven. Oh, okay. And then, um, obviously, because we'd be doing it in different cities, we come back to Leicester about eleven-ish. Now it's half nine. Now it's half nine. Well, I drive in it, so it's quicker. All right, fair enough. <laughs> See, if I was <laughs> if I was doing it with you, I probably would have um, stayed a bit longer. But anyway, we come back, and because we because I used to come back when I was doing it at eleven. I'd go. Some of these guys would go, you know, to clubs or like. Yeah, some and, of these mums would be out till like two, and come back in the kind office of, at nine in the morning. It kind of shows that you know they've got. I mean, obviously, I'm not a kind of person to um, <clears throat> drink and things. I don't think you are either. No, I'm not. But um, it kind of shows that they they've got that sort of um, you know, mental strength to like they can do it day in day out and not take a day off because some guys are there. Yeah. Seven days a well, no, six days a week, every single week. Every single week, day and that's, day yeah, that, that's 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 um dedication that you gotta love what you're doing then, and then yeah, so I'd get in bed about twelve o'clock and I take about an hour get falling asleep anyway, so I fall asleep at one and then back again wake about eight nine and in the office again, so it was a nice experience because one thing that I didn't really do was I used to be so everyone knows this I'm a confident guy, but I sort of. I overestimated myself because when I was out, he wasn't as confident. Yeah, when I was out on the field, I was just like, okay, it's a bit different. Only because I can talk to anyone in Leicester because you know Leicester's like your sort of people. You you know what they're like. But where where did we go? We went to um, Birmingham, wasn't it? Broom. We went. I don't know some next place. Yeah, we went some, and then there's quite a few. I can't like with this job. I've travelled the whole UK. Yeah, I've been London, (laughs) Manchester, Newcastle, Preston. I've been everywhere, man. So we we went there we were in Brum and then there's some travels and also yeah, some um Brum, Derby, there's also some really like um everywhere, man. like rich people and then we knock on the door and it's like because you've never sort of interacted with the people you're like yeah. oh what I say like do I actually my tone and stuff like this I've I've knocked on some people's doors yeah. where the driveways are good hundred meters long yeah I you got to walk the driveway, up there's a Ferrari there's a little Audi nice little Porsche are they the ones that buy from you or did they just no, them ones are the tickets they the, yeah yeah they they don't buy they're too rich. Yeah. They're too rich to spend money. <laughs> they just put it's all the money in the trust fund, didn't it? Ironic. That's anyway, so... Um, <clears throat> keep clearing my throat now. But anyway, so that was a nice experience for me because, um, you know, I had to talk to loads of different people and then when I came away from that one week, I was like, yo, okay, I've got this new skill now. And this is another reason, like, I used to always respect salespeople from the beginning anyway because it's just, you know, you got to have dedication and it's not, you don't really make a set my money's commission based and that, that it's a scary thing thinking about commission to it's be honest. scary but but you can you can all, but it's also it gauges who you are based. yeah it gauges who you exactly, are as a person yeah. so it, it's all dependent on you and it makes it a lot like a game because in the game to level up your character you gotta be good like you gotta put in the hours you gotta graft you gotta and it makes it a lot like that because a lot of jobs nowadays you just go through the whole system and then it's like you have the job and it doesn't matter what you have the job you gotta sit down obviously you gotta do Maybe some KPIs or whatever. But um, when you're there, it's just... Um, 
You get paid. You, you get, get paid. paid hourly. Like, I used to work at Amazon. Yeah. But that's another experience as well. I, I did nothing the whole day. I would clock in mm. and go sit in the prayer room the whole day and watch Netflix. <laughs> and the clock out. And then, obviously, I got fired. Yeah. But we were talking I, about I didn't get fired. The whole, like, the whole Amazon experience for you was life-changing, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Quite, <laughs> quite a number of ways. <laughs> we won't talk about any personal details. But yeah, like a normal 9 to 5, 9 to 6, 10 to 7, whatever. <clears throat> a normal job. You get paid hourly and everyone gets paid the same. Yeah. That's the difference. But with this is more like, um, there's a lot more development. Because like you have, if you want to be the best, you have to be the best. Exactly, yeah. And you got to, you know, put in the hours and then learn. All the skills. Yeah. And I just feel like, like, like I said before, every person is a salesperson. A sale happens in every interaction. Yeah. How would you say becoming a salesperson has changed you from before to now? Um, How long have you been in the, in the role for? You've been there so since August. So it's been about September, October, November, December. Good, five months. Yeah, a good few months. So like, it's like around twenty something weeks. And those five months have been life changing for you. But yeah, go on. How have How has becoming a salesperson changed you? What have you learned from it? You know what it is. The one thing I've learned mm. is that you're always selling. Yeah. You're always selling something in life. No, I like, agree with I that. sold my time to come here. Yeah. Exactly. You always... The one thing I've does learned that, is you always that, Does that make me the buyer? Did I buy your time? Yeah, you buy more time. I bought your time. You bought my time, exactly. What did I buy your time with? What did I give you in return? <laughs> <laughs> what I got in return? Um, let me think. This interaction. This interaction? Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's a very shit trade off, but <laughs> we take it. <laughs> hey, you know you're not always gonna get a good deal in life. It's always sometimes the other person getting a good deal. You always get given the low hand. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> but but a hand is still a hand. Exactly. It's like in poker, hand is a hand. Yeah. So go on, how go on. So yeah, it's just based. I've learned that a sale always happens, but the main thing I've learned is that if you want something, you gotta have. The motivation behind it. Like, uh, there's something I learned that I got told was that you have a why and you have a goal. Mm. So your why is your purpose onto why you're not going to quit. So your why in life is something personal to you. Yeah. So for example, it could be family, your mom, your dad. So that's the reason why you're not going to quit. But then your goal is something you're working towards. Yeah. So that's your motivation as to why you keep going. So I've I've got like a, a vision in my head of what I what, what's my why and what's my want. Do you understand? I think you know your goal is always change. Your why stays the same. Yeah, because your goal but gets you, bigger. You're you meant to have yeah. Your goal gets bigger. Your why stays the same, but you're meant to have multiple whys. You what? You're meant to have multiple whys. You're yeah, meant yeah, to have multiple whys. So the bigger your why, the, the bigger. bigger the reason you're not gonna quit. Yeah. So that's with anything. That could be with gym. That could be with work. Could be with family. Could be with anything. You know what? The person out in the open. I think I've. A lot of our friends and just us. I think, to be honest, who do you, not a not a lot of us know our why. I do know. Yeah, I know my why. I'm pretty yeah. sure I know. My I know why. my why. Yeah. That's interesting thing to think about. The thing is, when you know your why and your goal, yeah. you perform better. And also, what I realize when you know your why, it's a lot of people don't know the why because the their why isn't for themselves. It's more or less for other people. Sort of like so when you came, come from an Asian background. Yeah, exactly. So like you have and to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer. Yeah, and if, you, if your why isn't, and that's why a lot of people end up, in my opinion, that's why a lot of people end up being depressed or they're like, you know, 
they sort of branch out to other people to sort of fulfill that void because they can't really have their own way. The thing is, from 18 <clears throat> to 22, mm. you're basically lost in life. Yeah. Because if you look around your so friendship... Would you say you're lost right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> if you look if you look around your friendship group, yeah, there's some of you that are in education, yeah. there's some of you that have jobs, yep. there's some of you that have nothing. Yeah. So you don't know, and then there's yourself. What exactly are you meant to do? Yeah. It's like the phase where you're lost in life. You have to yeah, find yourself. Yeah, but I feel yourself. like you can't always say everyone's lost. I think you're, you're lost. To you're a, lost to a certain You're extent. lost to a degree, but I think certain other people, because you know, you know, because for example, I can tell you right now, I've got a pinpoint focus on it. And I can say this, I'm probably can say the same for you. I've got a pinpoint focus on what I want out of life yeah. and what I'm going to do to get it. And like what's happening right now. And what I've realized is when you know your why and when you know like what exactly you're going to do, you only share with a lot of people because it, you, you and this is something, and it's not because you don't want to share with other people. It's because you know that they'll have a lack of understanding on my, my boss. He's a very nice guy. Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah. You've met him, yeah. Uh, he once messaged me yeah. uh, late at night. He was like, how bad do you want it? Mm. And I was just like, yeah, I want it. And he was like, what's your why and goal? I was just like to him, I can tell you my goals, but not my why's. Yeah. Because I was just personal. I've never told any of my why's. Never, ever. Mm. It's, uh, it's, I think, it's personal. I think, I think I've sort of told you briefly my why's. Yeah. And I think, you know, you told me briefly, briefly your why's as well. Very briefly, Ages yeah. ago. I think I told you very brief mine as well. And I don't think I'm wrong to say this. I think in in certain aspects we've got a similar why. Not obviously. I think we've we've got multiple different whys, but I think in certain aspects we've got a similar sort of thing. Yeah. And honestly, I think um, I think what do you think about belief and like what you you know having like a strong belief in what you want and it happening and things. So you're saying uh, what's that word? Were you attraction? Law of attraction. Law of attraction. That works. Yeah. So the only reason why I know that works is because every day I'd go to the field and I'd pick a house. Yeah. And I'd pick the house in front of everyone and I'd be like to them, watch me. That's my house. Watch me make a sale. And you do it. I do it. That's sick. That's how I know the law of attraction works. Because once you're attracted to something, you try your utmost hardest yeah to do it you know also the year 2022 yeah yeah i think 2021 for both me and you was massive yeah because i think and and i think in 2021 the law of attraction came very real for both of us because what i want out of life i wouldn't say a lot of it's come true but um you know when you sort of know your why but you don't exactly know how you're gonna get there or you have multiple different ways oh yeah maybe this maybe that but you don't exactly have a pinpoint focus oh yeah it's exactly going to be this way. Only yeah. because often in your why, you're not the only factor. There are so many other factors. There could be other people, financial st- stuff, it's everything. Yeah. But alhamdulillah, um, 2021, like the pinpoint focus has come out now and know exactly how it's going to happen. And to be honest, we can sit here and I can tell you exactly like what's happened, but it's just so unreal to me that, and I think when certain things become so real that were unreal, you don't question it. Yeah. You're just like, you know what has happened and it's exactly what I wanted to happen and I'm just going to say it's the law of attraction and it's just Allah working for us and I'm not going to question it at all. I think that's just such a beautiful thing that it's just, you know, whatever you want and if you know it inside your head, it just comes true. Like the universe starts working for you. The thing is with the law of attraction is that if you're attracted to something, it could Mm. be anything, money, a house or a girl, 
could be anything mm. or a man it depends <laughs> on who's listening <laughs> or cattle um, emotion can kick in yeah so you can lose your shit mm. like for example let's just say my law of attraction is money mm-hmm. if I don't have if I don't get it emotion will kick in I'm gonna lose would my shit would you say that's a bad thing it happens to everyone though but it's just how you thing. control it is a bad thing I think I think it's a good thing and a bad thing depending it's, it's how you a, control it's it it's a good thing for the first 5-10 minutes uh huh if you don't reset yourself you gotta be logical yeah you know what it becomes a bad thing the thing is is that one thing that I didn't like about sales is that there's a very it's they portray mentality as a bad thing so if you lose your shit it's bad yeah it's not meant to be bad <clears throat> was in losing your shit it's not meant to be bad it's not meant to be a bad thing because in terms of if you lose your shit for yeah. five ten minutes mm-hmm. and then you reset yourself yeah it's a good thing see I'll give you've you also given yourself a break but mm-hmm. if you lose your shit and you don't reset yourself it's a bad thing you know that podcast I, ju- I told you to listen to that mindset yeah. mentor yeah. Their, their sales they're really good I think you should listen to them but um, and I think everyone should listen to them and um, in there they sort of briefly spoke about that and from that I made a rule for myself and obviously it doesn't work all the time Yeah, you gotta sort of it's all about um, sometimes your, emotion can take yeah, over yeah a lot of the time to be honest yeah. it's, it's about your mental how you can sort of deal with things because obviously like I'll give you my thing so my thing is I gave so for example about two weeks ago my phone broke so I had an iPhone and it broke. Um, I dropped an 18 kg dumbbell on it at the gym, and stupid boy, <laughs> it was it was working fine. But for some no, reason, he thinks he's hench. He can lift 18 kg. Um, he thinks he's hench. <laughs> what were you doing? A bicep curls. Yeah, he thinks he's hench. He can nah. he can curl 18 kg. Nah. Yo, he's hench. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a creatine, bro. It's a creatine. He's hench. <laughs> anyway, um, he's built so like an ape. <laughs> nah, I'm skinny. Anyway, so the back glass on my iPhone broke. And then I picked it up and the screen was fine, it was working. I don't know why I'm going into so much detail, but anyway, the Wi-Fi and the mobile um, signal wasn't there. And I figured so afterwards. So I couldn't back it up, I couldn't do anything with it. And that really got to me because I'm sure there's a lot of people. Everything's on your phone. Like for me, my, I've got about six banking apps and they're all on my phone. My verifications on my phone, or, or my authenticators on my phone, just a lot of stuff. And then um, I had a few pictures that weren't backed up to my Google Drive that I needed. And to be honest, I'm still struggling without them, but um, I gave myself, that's something that really, really impacted me, because I was like, it was it was on a Wednesday afternoon, so mid, midweek, midweek, and then I was is taking the midweek, it's always the busiest, yeah, and then that's what it's the worst, I was taking the bus home, I was thinking, ah, what am I going to do now, and it really got to me, because for me, I, I realised that um, when one thing, ha- when something like that happens, it triggers me a lot. And I think that's something I need to work on. But it triggers me a lot. And I just, every, everything that's that happened, like, because not a lot gets to me. But when one thing triggers me, I remember everything bad that's happened that month or that year. And I'm just like, like, oh, come on, man. Like, did that really have to happen now? With me, when some, when I lose my shit, I break stuff. Yeah. So your I, shit gets breaking, I break stuff. I break stuff too, I can't yeah. lie. But um, like, I, remember you know bre- what? I, I remember breaking my phone. And <laughs> the SIM didn't work, the Wi-Fi didn't work. <laughs> uh, I, I think I am... Um, I need a punching bag back in my house. I think, you know, I don't want to say as men or as thing, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think as men, I think we do take um, our frustration like, out out 
Physically, no, 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 no. I'm. No. I've, I've, but I've, I wouldn't say I'm. I'm beginning like, to realize that's the, that's not just men; it's women as well. Oh yeah, true. Oh yeah, but I think w- women take it out on men. <laughs> 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 but I think, but for me, I, like I really, like, I've got a boxing belt at home right now, but I've not put it up. <clears throat> but when I go to the gym, whenever I need like whenever I'm having a bad day or not even a bad day, just, there's something I need to clear and stress out. I always go to the bags. You know, I'd love to have a speedball in my yard. Yeah, you want sp- yeah. That's not yeah. You know what, that's actually that's really good. Because I'm just pissed off. I go. Boom, that's boom, something, boom, something boom. I'm gonna get a speedball and a and a bag. Mark yeah. in my house. And you come down whenever you want. Do the podcast there as well. I could do that in my garage, you know. Do it then, isn't it? I should clear it out and turn to gym in it. <laughs> do it seriously. Yeah. I charge. Another lockdown happens. I charge. charge nah, not me. You charge down. me. We can do the podcast there as well. But yeah, anyway, I'm moving yeah. out soon, so we can do all that there. Yeah. But yeah, so um. My phone break, that was a massive inconvenience. And then that did sort of affect me for quite actually two or three days. <clears throat> this was right before New Year's actually. And then I remember someone said in the group chat, Oh yeah, what's your he said like, it's a boys group chat, like everyone's like, What's your um your New Year's resolution boys? And I was just thinking, you But know you what? lot did that? Yeah, we did that. But not a lot That's of us gay fam. No <laughs> That's gay. Not a lot of us said anything. It's gay. But did you well, did you have a New Year's resolution? It's gay. I never had You never resolution. had a resolution? Never in my life. I have a resolution for every single Monday. Because for me to start the week. I have a goal week. for every single week. I've got resolutions. I've got, so the way I do it is, I think, okay, what did I do the last week? For example, I'll tell you, like, this is one I can tell you. Last week, I went to the gym about three times and I need to go three times, but I like to go more. And those three times, I did it because I was forcing myself to. And I think you realise, so when you force yourself to go to gym. It's better for you. No, it doesn't mean end For me, it's better. It, for me, it doesn't end well. No, because, because I can force myself for a few weeks. Yeah. But then when when when, when it, when I don't fall in love with the process, it's bad for me. Because then I I do it because it's a chore. I don't do it because I, I, I love to. With me, if I force myself with gym, mm-hmm. the moment I get into the gym, it's like nothing else. No, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, so that that I agree with you. So the walk, I have to always force myself. When I'm there, I'm talking about when you're there with the thing, with the weights. Yeah, so if it's you don't, just so much better. If you don't fall in love with that process, it's hard to carry right. on. I remember this week, I did shoulders and chest. Yeah. And it was late at night. And I couldn't be asked to go to the gym. Yeah. Even though it's a two-minute walk, I couldn't be asked to did walk. Did you drive or did you? Yeah. Okay. I, I sat in my car for like half an hour trying to go to the gym. Yeah. And that's I couldn't when AD, be asked. That's when ADHD kicks in. <laughs> I couldn't be asked. <laughs> you know what I think? And then, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I just grabbed my shit. Mm-hmm. And I went. And just banged it out. Then I woke up in pain. Yeah. That's but like, but that, know, that, that's, that pain's that pain good. That pain's good. That's like, you know, I you wake out. up and just like, you smile. Yeah. But yeah. And then, so, that's my that was my resolution for this this week. It's um to fall in love with the process of going to the gym again. And the only reason I do love going to the gym, the only reason I didn't like, or the only reason I wasn't loving going last week, it's actually this week, but it was... Um, do you go to gym alone? No. I do go to gym alone sometimes, most of the time. Gym alone's better. But, um, yeah, I've realised that when you only go with someone else, it's, it's a lot more motivating, you can do a lot more, it's but you need to sometimes go with yourself so that you're not dependent on the other person. The thing is, it's a lot more motivating because they will push you, but... It's also a lot of waste of time. Well, if you go by yourself, like I've oh, been you go gym, with someone. I've been gym my whole life yeah. by myself. Mm-hmm. So much easier because I go in there and bang it out. Yeah, one no, hour, I one agree with you on that point. Come out. However, if you go realize... with someone, it's like you bang it out. Yeah, because I went gym with someone this week. I didn't get to do everything, but I didn't mind in it. Yeah, I'm getting back into gym anyways, but. See when I go with someone, that's why I don't like going with people. Because when I go with myself, yeah, I do what I need to do. When I go with someone else, um, often 
I I always hype them up. And because I'm trying to hype them, I have to show that I'm not sure, but I have to sort of be like, yeah, I'm doing it too. So I often start doing more. And you know how they say you got to put up about 5kg every week? Yeah. So whenever I go with someone, I always end up doing that. When I go with myself, I'm always like, oh yeah, you know what? <clears throat> Let me st- stick to the same weight. Let my body get used to it. And then I yeah, go up yeah, next yeah. week. But when I go with someone, I'm always putting it up. You know what? Yeah, even that that was me as well. I put the weight up mm. when I was someone. But I was going to say, linking it back to sales. Yeah, go on. It's like there's this analogy that when you have a team of people that work underneath you in sales, your team will do two thirds of what you can produce. Yeah. So is that the same thing as taking some of you to the gym? If you do more, they can do more. If you do more, they will do more. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. So anyway, going back to the phone thing, we keep circling around. No, even with sales. Yeah. When you, you know how you said every single week. Yeah. You you kind of set yourself a goal yeah you gotta do that for sales well. you gotta do that for sales yeah yeah you have to you have to break down your week how it went what you went where you went wrong where, where you, you not, not where you went wrong it's where you can what improve, you have to improve on yeah. yeah and then how are you gonna do that the next week mm-hmm. but anyway come back to the phone thing so yes. that that day i sat down he thinks he's hench he broke his phone <laughs> and then i was i said to myself you know what let's go back to my rule and my rule is i give my five i give myself five minutes to feel every emotion possible. I just want to cry, shout, get angry, punch a wall. Yeah, I'm being cry. <laughs> I've seen I'm a real cry. man, I cry. Exactly. I give myself five minutes, I get it over and done with. And after those five minutes, what I do personally is I get out um, a pen and paper only because for me personally, I really like writing down what I'm thinking and help me break it down better. But I write down, I do I do a thing. So I do a, a headline and I write down a logical thing to do. And then I write down what happened. So this one was logical thing to do. My phone broke. And then I wrote down, okay, need to buy a new phone. Second thing, try and get the data off my old phone. And then when I looked, I was like, you know what? It's an inconvenience, but the solution isn't that much of a problem. I can do it max in a week. And I did it and I got I got my new phone and that solved a lot of issues for me. Like that one week when I was waiting and everything for my phone and just sort of getting through the process, obviously it was a bit hard because... Yeah, she's an android. He was crying. <laughs> he was actually crying. I, I met him in Tim Hortons. I wasn't crying. I met oh, him yeah, in Tim I didn't Hortons. Meet you that, yeah. He was like, yo, this phone shit is stressing me out. Yo, getting stressed out. <laughs> yeah, that was when I was going through it. That was, it was stressing me out. But you can, same thing happened to you. You know where it's just, yeah, it doesn't. Same thing happened to me. I went, I was calm with you, I can't lie. I broke my phone on a Thursday. Later and yeah. I threw it. it broke. You still need to tell me why. We'll go with that later. Yeah. <laughs> I broke my phone. Woke up Friday morning, realised my phone doesn't work. I was like, oh shit, I'm getting no messages. Mm. Pop my SIM out, dash in Android. Yeah, but you... Then yeah. I, I used myself to hotspot that phone. Then that stopped working completely. The hotspot didn't work either. It was the same for me. It just it no stopped Wi-Fi, working no completely. No Wi-Fi, nothing. nothing. So I had no, I, on Friday, I managed to get through it. We, both, it was, had, it um, we both had iPhone 12 minis. Yeah. Mine, so mine doesn't even turn on anymore. I sold mine off. What, broken? Yeah. How much for? Three bills. I might do that. I still got my sitting. Sales. Sales. To sales. I'll give it to you. You can do it for me. Say no more. Take ten percent commission. Say no more. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday was stressed. My phone didn't work. Yeah. Then Sunday I went and bought a new phone. Yeah. See, I took a bit longer because for me, everything. Thing is, I needed my phone for work. Yeah. I need I, my phone yeah. for work. But everything was happening for me for that week because that was the first week I started my course as well. Oh yeah, you do that. Apprenticeship, apprenticeship in IT. So right now yeah. I'm doing apprenticeship in IT server management and cloud Azure. 
That's going good. Obviously, I've got everything on the side. But yeah, that's uh, that, that was a... Right now, I'm a Formula One racer. <laughs> so basically, uh, if you ever see me, you vroom. know Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Racing around that stuff. You know what? I, I, the whole, the first... I need to take you for a spin, man. Yeah, you know, for this whole week. Yeah. So I, I think I texted Omar last week, Austin, being the podcast, and he, he said, yeah. And for the whole week, he randomly messaged me, vroom. And then he's telling me a race car, and he got that vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> he said, sending the voice note, he's saying, vroom. <laughs> I sent one back, because why not? I need a faster car, man. Seriously? Yeah. You know, I want to get for my car. What? A Schrocker. Not a first one, but a second one, a Schrocker. I want to buy Ferrari. Ferrari. Toyota. Maybe this one Ferrari. Maybe Toyota Ferrari. <laughs> Maybe this one BMW. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mm. just want to get a Ferrari one day. Yeah. Inshallah. How do you say sales has changed you as a person though? In, the, in your day-to-day uh, goings of life and everything. The thing is about sales. There's something called the five steps. Yeah. So Go into that. It's your intro, how you introduce yourself. That's yeah. your five, ten seconds where you sell yourself. You have ten seconds to sell yourself at the door. Then you have your presentation. That you present where you're here. Mm-hmm. Then you have your short story. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Then you have your close. So you close them. That's where you get your two agreements. So you have a pre-close. That's where you get a subtle agreement. Mm-hmm. And you have your strong close. That's the actual close. That's the actual agreement that, yeah, they want to do it. And then you have... You rehash. So after they've signed up, done this, after the sales come through, you rehash the whole thing. So a rehash is basically you going over the main points of yeah, the so product. Yeah, so explain it to them. Yeah. What they've done and what they're doing and everything. Yeah, so um, I made about, yeah, so when I was with them, I made one sale. That short lady. Yeah, the short lady. Yeah. I, I'm always going to remember her. My she, first. She, she was like she took three my, foot nine. She took my sales virginity. I'm just going to say it like that. <laughs> She took my sales virginity. I'm always <coughs> going to remember her. She was a special lady. Don't know her name. Got I pic- have a name written down somewhere. You have a name written down? I'll find it. I'm going to write it down my diary. Or just Because I have the names written down of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was saying, the five should steps. should ask for a selfie. I've got a picture of her, but I should have asked for a selfie. Her? Yeah. No, you can't do that. You can't ask for a selfie? Nah. It's termination, bro. I left after a week anyway. Yeah, exactly. Still termination, bro. Yeah. So like I was saying, you get the five steps. Mm. The five steps is how you do a sale. Yeah. So if you're not doing the five steps, you can basically you can do sell. Yeah. And the five steps is in everything in life. If you look at it, if you go to a job interview, if you go speak to your mum, mm-hmm. definitely if you go speak to your mum. Yeah. Hundred percent. If you're Asian, speak sales. to your mum. It's a sales, yeah. It's a sale, hundred percent. Especially with Asian mums. Yeah. If, if you're gonna ask something like, it's gotta be a sales, but you got you gotta sell it to them. Even when you go to Bossman shop here, and you know how they have the card limits. Yeah. Three pounds spend. I'm always let to boss man. Like, listen, I know you can change the machine there and there. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't. I was like, listen, my uncle's a boss man just like you. <laughs> he, can, he, he, can, he can change the machine there. He and just you just press one me. button. He's like, okay, for you, I'll change it. So no card limits. There you go, sale. Mm. You, basically, you have to... I kind of... You Jones him. Do you know the Jones theory yeah. is? Where is it? I look, you know, and I've I've learned. Is that like the Jones theories? You know the sheep. Theory. I've learned it in trading. Do you know how society is? Yeah. Full of sheep's. I've I've got my views on that as well. Carry on. Uh, society's <clears> full <throat> of sheep's. You know how middle class people are generally like the sheep's of society. The sheep. They copy one another. Yeah. Like if you go to middle class neighborhood, and one house has Christmas lights. The rest of them will have Christmas lights. You see, the rest of them will have the same decorations. Yeah. 
like so matrix. the Jones theory is like you gotta bullshit them about their neighbors mm. or about other people. Yeah, you gotta tell them like your neighbors have done this. You, a while you gotta you. tell them your neighbors have done this, or a lot of people have done this, or we're really popular. Yeah, because then it's like the fear it's of like missing with, out. It's like with everything though, like you know, charities. Yeah, they're salesmen as well. Yeah, yeah, like they don't really have Jones theories and that. I've never done charities before, but. They're still salesmen. They yeah. still sell, but you don't receive a product. I mean, I'd, I'd argue that, that charities, are, they, they'd use a Jones theory even more. Because if I came to you and said to you, oh, um, your friend next door, yeah, he's supporting our charity, lovely guy, you know, he's supporting our charity, would you like to support our charity too? You sort of feel, oh, my friend's supporting this charity. Because, I might as well do it, yeah. Because it's a charity. But if it's a pro- because it's a product, Thing is about, because a charity, you're not really gaining anything. You're, yeah, you're just giving. Yeah, that's why it's so much harder to sell. Because imagine yeah. you're, you're there, you're telling them, give me your money. But however, it's like asking people, do you have a... Like, if you say to them, like, let me let me give you the question this way, yeah? If I say to you, Jack, say, you know, like, Jack's your neighbor, I say to you, oh, Jack, a lovely neighbor. Yeah. He's got such a big heart, you know, he gave he gave a little to our charity. And I come to you, are you willing to do the same? What automatically goes in your head? Shit, Jack, big heart, charity. So for you, it's going to be me, big heart, charity, or me, no heart, no charity. Exactly. But, so you gotta play in the emotions yeah, a bit. That's the thing. Um, in my second week of sales, when I went to London, the guy who basically created the whole thing in the UK, come. No, some other guy. His name. Oh, was okay. Simon Murphy. No, not. I don't know who I met. I only some bold man with glasses. That's what <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I got his number saved in my phone, but he he told me that when you sell something to someone, there's always emotion. Like, why do charities work? Because it plays an emotion. Exactly. There's always emotion, but there's no point giving them, making them feel emotional if there's no benefit. Mm. Like, it's like a charity. They come to you, they make you very emotional about kids in Africa. Yeah. But what's the benefit to you? Yeah. You're helping them out, right? Yep. It's the same thing with any product. So you always got to play on the emotion side, but you got to list the benefit first. Yeah. So you list the benefit and then you play on someone's emotion and that way they'll agree with you. Yeah. So it's like your Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Why'd you buy it? It got gifted to me, but I got it for health reasons. Health reasons. I use it in swimming a lot. Yeah. So the benefit is the health reasons. Yeah. And what's the emotional link to that? Now what made you... you I know you wanted one before you got gifted. Yeah. Yeah. What would be the emotional thing? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, there's a lot of reasons to me. Would it be like, sort of, not just a bullshit reason, but would it be the ecosystem? What ecosystem? Exactly. Ex- exactly, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. The whole Apple ecosystem, that shit, yeah, wallahi, Tim Cook, yeah. It's not, you know what? Him him and his ecosystem can go do one, wallahi. <laughs> him, he's, yeah, but you he's can't, got... like, you've bought into it a bit, like your iPad and, the, and your iPhone. Yeah, that's you, about like, it. Like, for example. I barely use my iPad anymore. When you copy something on your iPhone, you can paste it on your iPad. Yeah. That's probably the only thing I've used about the ecosystem that's, that's been helpful to me. Other than that, any watch you can get can sort of be implemented with Bluetooth. But obviously, Apple do it so well and they restrict other devices. See, Apple play on emotion using the ecosystem. Yeah. The whole thing about the fake ecosystem that exists <laughs> in the background. Mm. It's that big brother, but the ecosystem. Yeah. It's weird, man. Apple's a weird company. And also, going back to rather than a charity, a product sales. 
It's so much easier to sell a product. Yeah, because I feel like if, you, like if I tell you... You gain something back straight away. Yeah, if I tell you that, oh, you're, you know, you're again, your neighbour Jack's done it, or your neighbours Jack, Jill, Emily, um, whoever, they've done it, yeah. Yeah. You sort of feel, oh, no, next time I go meet them, they're going to be, they're going to tell me, oh, yeah, we bought this, you know, it's really good for us, am I going to be the one missing out? It's obviously the fear of... Fear of, of loss. The fear of loss. See, that's, and yeah. that plays on a lot of sheep, because it's like, oh, if, if they've got it, am I going to be losing out? And if... And that's one thing I realized. If you don't need something, you won't ever need something. So if someone comes and tells you, "Oh yeah, I've got it," you still don't need it. You just, it's just something. Just like, again, it plays on emotion. Yeah. See, that's the thing with sales. You use one skill set that automatically plays into another. So if you use the Jones theory, mm-hmm. you'll automatically use fear of loss. Yeah. Straight away, you use fear of loss to be like, "Oh, we don't have much left," or we're just here for today. Yeah. Some shit like that. Well, your neighbours have bought us. Like, you, you know with the stock market and trading, etc. You know how you get greed, fear of loss? Yeah. It's the same thing with sales. FOMO. Yeah. Missing out. It's the same with uh, sales. Exactly the same. I think you know, the Wall it's, chart, it's just a face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. More of a online buying into decentralised. You know the Wall Street chart? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think that can, I mean, if you look at it the right way, that can be used a lot in life. Because you can just because trends aren't just in markets. Trends are in every day thing. Trends in every. Trend. It's in, in every industry. Yeah. Which is if you learn how to play on trends, you're a very successful person. If you can create trends, you're even more successful. Yeah. Mobina's has created a trend. <laughs> Breaking phones. <laughs> with eighteen kg dumbbells. No, it only happened once. No, it's going to happen again. No, I don't say that. Not your phone. You know no. what? My phone's not even got a case now, so you may need to get one. I didn't do that for like... I don't want to get a case, but I this d- phone is so nice. Yeah, that's the thing, but then I end up scratching up the screen. I dropped my phone like five times. My, mine, so I, I've had this for about a week and a bit, and it's a bit scratched already. Yeah, like I've got deep scratches in the screen. But I always, see, no so I always see them the same way. You know, if you turn them and you look at them, you don't really see, you don't really you see, don't see the, the scratches. Unless you try to look for them. Exactly. And because it's a tool, it's like you got to use it yeah, that's the thing about but I use mine to do a lot of things. I don't really hold it and look at it and be like, oh, my precious. Obviously, if it gets lost, it's like, for example, if you lose your car. How you lose your car? I don't know, man. I've lost my car better times. <laughs> I parked it in a car park. <laughs> and then, yeah, I go up to it and I'm just like, yo, where's my car? Like, imagine if you use your car, that's stress. But it's not necessarily but because... how do you lose your car? Though? Let's say you do. I don't know. Let's say you lost your car, you lost your keys or whatever. If you lose your keys, that's stress. Yeah, it's stress. So now you but can it's not, it's not necess- combine to the ecosystem by the air tank. <laughs> it's, not, it's not necessarily because oh yeah, it's such a nice car. It's more because it's a tool and convenience and you need it for yeah, to do certain things. Exactly. Same with my phone. How would you say, um, now that you've become a salesman, you've been here for quite a few months, how would you say that it's um, like the good things that it's brought out in you and amplified and even the bad things, if there are any? Um, I've learned to control my shit to an extent. Yeah, because you used to be a very... Angry guy. I'm still a very angry guy. I don't just, think that changed. I think every. I think you just become more in check with your emotions, how to handle stuff. The thing is, is that I'm still very emotional. Mm. Very. Uh, but I've learned to control my shit to an extent. You know what? I think. I think me and you are sort of a bit more similar in that way. I've, we're very emotional, but no one sees it. As in, no one 
No one ever sees. No one in our friendship sees. Friendship group. No one in our friendship group sees. We know. We we know. Close. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) We know who we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, With sales, the one thing I've learned is that the better you perform in life, the more you gain. Mm. It's one very big thing I've taken. Life is a game. Then they. It is. It's just a numbers game. How well you play it. Yeah. And there's a lot of competitors in the game. And it's like, I mean, obviously we have... There's like 7 billion people playing this game. Yeah. And you're that one person that wants to achieve it all. Yeah. How you end it? Exactly. You just got to perform. And Even on the shittiest days, you just got to perform. Yeah, you got to do it, man. It's like, people have, again, people have so many advantages and disadvantages. But at the end of the day, they're like picking a character in the game. No. Yes. No. Who would Why you pick? Hmm? Who would you pick? What game are we talking about? Any game. I don't know. It's like something like you know. Um, I don't know. Obviously, games are made to be a lot more fair. Nah. But they're not. Which game are you talking about? It's all the games, man. They ain't fair. They're not. Yo. No, like characters. I'm less about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Do you remember that Mortal Kombat X? Yeah. Not played that game in ages. I haven't played any games in time, man. I start, remember we used to play we every, every night. Yeah, every now we play now night. now now we play every Saturday. What'd you like play? Um, Among Us, uh, Valorant, Still. Fortnite, loads of different games. GTA, we play a lot of GTA now. A yeah, lot of GTA. All, all your man's on computers now, isn't it? Yeah, we play a lot of GTA. Yeah, we still got in the GTA hype a bit late, but it's it's nice because I play. You know I, everyone, I used to play GTA like back in. You know when GTA everyone was playing GTA, there was so many hackers. Yeah. Now it's calm. Uh, I don't even want to say it's calm you down. You can put mods on now, anyways. Yeah, but no one does it anymore. You can, pop, the, you can put mods on PC. You can, yeah. yeah. But no one does it because it messes up the server. Yeah. And everyone leaves. But um, about a year and a half ago, probably even two years ago, I bought GTA a really long time ago. About two years ago, I started playing. Not started, but um, started playing again. There were so many mods and I just hated the game. But yeah. now it's it's just, now it's nice. It's like how the game was meant to be. I had be. GTA back when I was in like year six, year seven. When it, when it first came out. I had GTA when it came out. I, I like, pre-ordered GTA. I PS3. Yeah, I pre-ordered it. Hmm. I got a little booster pack, the little blimp poster. Oh, yeah. I'm like that poster, I yeah. got 500k as well. What did you do with the, the poster? Game. I don't know. I touched it away, man. I don't know where it's gone. No, I'm poster, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got one mil. Um, you know how they had Was this... it a mil or 500k? I think it was a... I, depends I on think what it was 500k. You got. But I didn't get mine straight away. I got mine straight away. I got mine up with a, with a bill, but it wasn't it wasn't a code or anything. I started the game up and they sent me a bill. Oh, shit. Yeah. But it was. Uh, I think it was something... Um, could play at hours or something. Even the blimp, man. The atomic blimp. Yeah. <laughs> the white one that fly around. Mm. So shit, man. What was the point of it? I think it's just more like a status thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like... Have you actually ever been on a boat? Yeah. Being on a boat is shit. I can't lie. It's nice. Some of it's nice. It's so shit. But it's, it's, the boat goes nowhere. No, as in... You know, when it's going somewhere. Like, it feels, no, 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 it feels it, like it's going nowhere. Yeah, I get it. It's going somewhere. It's just it like... Feels, it feels like shit. I mean, but obviously, if it's not on a summer day or whatever... It's not really the boat that makes it nice, the atmosphere, or whatever. It's the weather, the people, the music. Yeah, but being food. on a yeah, food. the food, the food. Yeah, yeah but yeah, <laughs> a barbecue on a boat—that's that's what you need to do. But um, again, a boat is just like a status thing. It's like having a yacht. What do you do with it? <laughs> exactly. You're stranded in the middle of nowhere. Because why would you? Because I don't know. A yacht is just so like. It's if you say, "Oh yeah, I bought a yacht to go to here, here, here," it's just so slow, man. Get a private jet instead. Yeah. Even though a bit more expensive, but you yeah, get a private jet instead. <laughs> Exactly, you get food on a private jet. Then you could say yachts more sort of luxurious. Yeah, you get the sun. Mm. Yeah, I'm hungry. 
Yeah, no one get food after this. Yeah, come. I want to go subway because I want to go. Oh, gym. I haven't been subway in ages. I, I, need, I need something healthy. I need protein and healthy. Yeah, we'll go subway because I want food. I'm hungry. Mm. Yeah, this. You know, I think this needs to be like a mean to. Not makes like a not 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 a weekly thing, but every now and then because you're gonna be learning more about sales. Yeah, and sales is gonna change you a lot. Sales isn't my end goal in life, though. I'm gonna leave eventually. How how soon do you think? Isn't it, don't you want to become, don't don't you want to? We're not gonna expose your goals right now, but don't you want to sort of make your own thing after a bit? Yeah. However, it's there's a lot of shit into it. To do with sales, not to do with sales. No, outside of sales. Okay, that's just long. Fair enough. And sales can sometimes be shit. Mm-hmm. Because you always. So I sort of realized, you know, my first weekend. Yeah. I realized that sales is really good, and it's something I can learn a lot from. You can learn a but lot at from. At the same but time, it's not always gonna give you the best hand. Yeah. It's like when you play poker, you're not yeah. always giving the best hand. But you always learn. You'd always learn something. Mm. But it's it's sort of like. What you give and what you get in return, like, is it really worth it for you? For example, it wasn't worth it for me only it because it wasn't worth it for you, no. Because of what else, whatever everything else I'm doing. Yeah. I need time for that. It wasn't worth it for me. The while I was learning, that was great. That's why I said, if I could come probably once a week or like sometimes here and there, I'd do it. All I was thinking is once I sort of make everything else a bit more autonomous, I might come back and just yeah, come yeah. for the learning. The thing is, is that with sales, whatever situation you're given. Mm-hmm. You have to make the best out of it. Sometimes you can be given the shittest situation. But you got to try the best, yeah. But that's when I've always lost my shit. Like, remember times I've been given the shittest territory? Yeah. Like, territory's been so shit. And I've just lost my shit and I was just saying... That's life. You got, like Sometimes you'll be given the best spot. Sometimes you'll be given the spot where you can do nothing in. But you got to yeah. try your best to make the best yeah, of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's just life. And I think a lot of people need to understand that you got to like... Life's never gonna play the hand that you want. Yeah, true. And yeah, I can't like the thing about sales is that you can either earn a lot of money or not. Mm. It depends how well you take advantage of it and your mindset yeah. and how you grow as a person. Because sales will grow. It's like if you grow, the sales will grow with you. Like you can make a lot or not. Mm. I don't know. Sometimes I prefer performance-based jobs over. Just a, a, a set, five. yeah, a set so thing. I, I know I can earn way more money, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, I'd rather have... As in, you I, know what you're going to get. I know what I'm going to get, but then I'd rather, like, work harder and get bonuses and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll end it here because we've got to get going soon. Yeah. What sort of advice would you give to our listeners? Obviously, being a salesman, mm-hmm. how it's changed you. What um, would be a few tips that you'd give that you've learned? One Just, thing I'd learned is that you got to be confident in life. Yeah. With whatever you do. Even if you're speaking you know, to your mum. One more thing that I want to say actually. Yeah. Being a salesman, this is one thing a lot of people don't understand in life in general. Being a salesman, you you think you accept and you don't longer have a fear of rejection. Because you start understanding rejection yeah. and failure is part of life. And rejection and failure, they're never a bad thing because you're always learning from rejection it. Rejection is a good thing. Like when I, so when I have kids, inshallah. Inshallah. I'm stealing I'm your gonna, kids. <laughs> I'm going to teach them to fail as much as they can when they're young. I'm going to make them fail. Because if they learn from that failure and re- rejection, they can be unstoppable. Because like you said, every, everything in life is the same. Like if you go to someone, you ask them out, and they say no. Like we know a lot of people, if you say no to them, they'd be like, you know, they'd act up. They'd go through depression. Yeah, and they'd, they'd act up. They'd change up in life. But sales is, 
life is sales and if you got to know how to handle that no and that rejection thing is and how to go yeah, from it thing is about rejection it's a good thing yeah but with sales they never reject you as a person they reject, if, if yeah. it feels that way they more reject the product. Obviously, everything feels personal. But I think the one thing to understand is not everything in life is personal. Nah, you get some racist people, Allahi. Yeah, of course. Some that's, people call that's me a my life. Like, some guy called me a packy one time, innit? <laughs> I was literally walking and the guy's like, you're a packy. From, like, from his house? Did nah, you pitch him? He's a ran, random guy in the street. Oh. And I was like, yo, say no more, bro. Yeah, we've, that's because, you, I mean, that, that time I went to you, those ends where you could tell. I don't even look packy, man. Yeah. Pull up in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> you look Moroccan. Yeah, but um, one thing I'd say to you lot is that just be confident whatever you do in life. Mm-hmm. If there's no confidence and there's no self-belief and self-motivation... you got to be confident in your own skin. you got to be confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. you got to be confident in, yeah, your own self. Because if you're not confident in your own self... Like if you don't know who no you are... No one else can be confident in you. Yeah. If you don't know who you are yourself, how will other people know who you are? It's like, you know how sometimes you chill by yourself? Yeah. If you don't like your own company, how's then you know it's going to like your company? Yeah. That's like a massive that. thing. So it's the same thing with your confidence. If you're not confident in yourself, no one else will be confident in you. Yeah. And it's also with self-belief. You've got to believe in yourself that you can do shit. It's like a leader. No one's going to trust a leader if he hold, if he was on the stage, holds a mic, and the mic shaking and his voice is jittery. Yeah. you got to go up there to an extent shout and you know give it like you have to everything in life is not just sales or it's an exchange I mean yeah it's sales an exchange sales of energy like, sales is a transfer that is the definition of a sales a transfer of energy yeah because you gotta give like when I'm sta- when you're standing from that podium about you gotta give that energy to get energy back yeah yeah I think on that note we'll end it yeah and you know what I think this is gonna be something that's gonna become we'll do more episodes on sales and just topics like this if you have any feedback for us let us know in the DMs or we'll have a, a poll up on um, Spotify on that note. Spotify, you can do that. You can do polls on Spotify now. I'll show oh, you later shit. on. I think it's a new thing. But yeah, on that note. On that note, if Mubin breaks his phone, I'll let you know. <laughs> no, it's not happening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. That's a bye from us. <laughs>